This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And that one moment You start to believe there's nothing to fear It's about one second And just when you're on the verge of success The sky starts to change And the wind starts to blow
And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Today, I'm feeling very kind of bold, especially after that opening song there from Songs for a New World, which I'm uh, getting the tea on today. And uh, it's it's a bit different because we're talking with some peeps from Bold Theatre, but I haven't got my bold boys back today. We're shaking it up. We're trying something new. We're being a bit brave, and I don't know if this is the first time, because this is episode 175, but I've finally got local legend Julia Booth in the studio. <laughs> I've, I haven't had you before, right? No, you haven't. This is a first. It's so about lucky time. me. I this know. Very exciting. I'm sorry to disappoint that I can't bring the bold boys, but you know, you're just stuck with me for today, so thank you for having me. Oh, no, the, the, the thanks all come from me, because I, I, I feel like you've been around the musical theatre block. That's a very oh, nice way of saying you're very old <laughs> and you are still here in Hamilton. But I, yes, it's true. I have been around for a very long time. I actually moved back to New Zealand, which to the Waikato, which is where my parents are from. But I mm. grew up in Canada and I moved back in 2003 and cut out a little piece of paper from the old school paper yeah. that said auditions for Greece, the musical. And so about three months after arriving, I sort of like met the Hoss crew. And so it, that was like my initiation into Hamilton and musical theatre. And 1993 like was your first? 2003. Oh, 2003. I'm so sorry. That's quite all right. I was um, going to say, I'm like, you don't seem old enough to be yeah, in no, Greece I am old in 1993. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's sort of how I became connected and have been around forever, but then sound for which is always kind of confusing for people. But I have been here about 20 years now, so... Okay. Yeah, it's and like a musical home for me. Yeah, and you've spent a bulk of that 20 years on stage. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. That's very generous, thank you. No. On, behalf, on behalf of the creative community. <laughs> still slogging away. Yeah, still still yeah. slogging away. And yeah. um, you're in Bold's latest, well, upcoming, opening tomorrow, in uh, fact. Tomorrow night, a yeah. A brave new... Uh, 
Brave New World. Sorry, I keep wanting to say a bold new world. Well, it makes sense with it being bold Santa, you know. Yeah, it's all good. Probably only going to stuff it up about 16 more times. That's okay because that that gives me a way, (laughs) like, bigger margin to play with. If you're stuffing it up, we can stuff it up together. Great. So, yeah, Songs for a New World opens tomorrow night in the gardens, the American Monodist Garden. And I've had the privilege of performing in there a few times. So it's a really cute, quaint um, a kind of unexpected place to enjoy a night of music. Uh, I, I remember one year it was so hot, we thought, should we put the chairs in the pool? But I don't think we actually quite got that far. Everyone just managed to find a bit of shade. And Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool, the gardens um, having those unexpected places to be entertained and enjoy some music and story. And this show is pretty cool because it follows a nice narrative Um like a a themed narrative of new beginning and, you know, facing your challenges or overcoming some obstacle and, but doesn't have like a plot. So you just sort of get to experience little snippets of people's lives. Um, So there's a combination of solos and duets and then some like pretty epic group ensemble singing Mm. that's hopefully as satisfying for the audience as it is to be part of making awesome noise with really cool performers. So it's pretty joyful to be part of, to be honest. I mean... I don't even have to ask for the show summary and you delivered straight out the gate. No, but like... I'm stealing your lines. This no, is not good. It's, it's great because that's a... Well, because like I did a little bit of research on this show, uh, you know, before conducting this lovely interview with you. <laughs> and you you did a good job because I think it's um, Jason Robert Brown. That's right. Um, I want to say friend of the show, but I'm yet to have him on. That's the ticket. Um, <laughs> but I, Let me know when you do. Yeah. yeah. I, obviously, he's... Well, obvious to me, he's known for the last five years. Yes. Which is semi-similar vibe because that show is kind of known for its non-linear timeline. Correct. Yes. And then um, Songs for a New World is that same sort of energy as you've talked about with there's no kind of storyline. Yeah, no. <laughs> or this, it's you're, yeah. you're just watching pockets of people's lives. Yeah, that's right. And I think like linked with that sense of... Um, challenge, which we often sort of like need in musical theatre, right? Like when mm. you, when when there's something so, um, I was going to say desperate. That sounds a little bit dark, but um, there's, there's a need to like sing a song about it. Which because you know people who aren't into musical theatre, I've heard so many people say, "Why don't you just talk about it? Why does it have to turn into a song?" Like, yeah. well, because actually it's just kind of. Um, fun and explores the poetry in a different way and I I love the coming together of the harmony and the lyric and and all those components that musical theatre provides to explore something that is completely universal to humanity you know like what could be more fun than that I mean all wrapped up by the pond in the garden you know Uh, so yeah and Jason Robert Brown has such a skillful knack for exploring the nuance of those um, universal emotions. And so I think there's something very relatable about his music. Um, And he certainly knows how to write some interesting harmonies to add um, that little kick to the story. So, yeah, he's pretty, he's he's fun to sing, that's for sure. I mean, it's a big sing based off off that song we played at the top of the show. Mm. And then I've listened to this show before because I'm, you know, a huge musical theatre nerd. (laughs) Yeah, love it, yes. I'm like... It's a lot. And this is the thing. It's I always find it funny that I have opinions, like me sitting here telling Julia Booth, 
<laughs> that it's a big thing <laughs> when I cannot sing. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. I'm sure but, you can. You know, and, and I'm sitting here being like, you ready for this, Julia? <laughs> Are you good? Am, Am I, though? You know, oh, it is a big thing. And and for me, it's like you a sing done... in a very different way than what I normally would sing, you know? Like I started in such a classical world and then just journeyed through my own journey, which is kind of never ending. So it's like, it's new and it's a personal challenge and it's exciting. And it, I like that in a way because although like, oh, yawn, you've been here 20 years, it's something very different. And that kind of puts me into that place of like, oh, it is like a new world, you know? And there's mm. like this sense of newness and personal risk in a way, you know, which is scary, but exciting that you have colleagues and opportunities and people creating things locally that you continue to extend yourself and discover new things about what hopefully you can do and be part of. So the variety that is available in Hamilton is mm. something that has kept that world exciting and challenging and um, pushing of boundaries as opposed to potentially feeling comfortable and a little pond of you know <laughs> a, li a little pond, size. A pond of safety i mean <laughs> yes. what what you're saying is is very kind of rings true to like the um co-papa behind bold theater because exactly. they're always trying to push it push their cast members like julia um, <laughs> they're literally just pushing her into the pond in the modernist garden that's right just get in there do um, the thing they're yeah. not um everyone's adhering to health and safety. I'm just going to get out of this hole I've dug for myself. We're not in the pond, okay? No, Nobody's in the pond. It's yeah, all good. We're in the pond right now, actually, but no. Nah. <laughs> just absolutely um, getting off track. Uh, but but no, yeah, sorry. I, I am right. Thank you for noticing. Yes. <laughs> that, um, a bold, you know, you guys are all about kind of pushing boundaries and pushing the musical theatre envelope for Hamilton because this city, we love our musical theatre. Mm. Um, but it's yeah, there's constantly stuff popping off that's never been done before, and it's 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 great. Yeah, I think I mean like I was I felt refreshed when I first encountered Bold, and they had that philosophy of being able to bring like new modern works and fit like kind of a niche profile about what they were mm. trying to bring, and that fit into what you what you're right. It's a big tapestry of opportunity in Hamilton. And I think, you know, like I'm, I'm like all transparency, I'm on the board of Hamilton Operatic Society. Mm. So like you can be involved in more than one thing. But I think if we become clear and transparent about what each of us can bring, then it continues this sense of non-competitive, but all contributing to a wider culture of musical theatre in Hamilton, which is great because then more people can be involved and it's uh, coming from a place of togetherness as opposed to like small and against each other, you know, which I don't think we're not a big enough town to weather that kind of friction. So, you know, having that clear um, understanding of what Bold Theatre stands for put, allows them to do new and exciting things without um, kind of encroaching on other people's territory in a way, you know, and, yeah. and so we can all get behind and support that endeavour to bring those less known works mm. um, and work in potentially music that is um, quite challenging and um, not 
always accessible to young and upcoming performers. You know, having said that, we have a bunch of our students from Wintech as part of the cast, which is also like a great challenge for everyone to be um, working together. So yeah, they've like, yeah. Bringing together many things there, Hannah. You unditch that as you like. <laughs> yeah. No, was, I, I think I followed along. That was good. Yeah, that was not appropriate. too many strings trying to wrap into an eight bow. I but... mean, I will say I did think of a really solid pun partway through what you were saying. Yeah, you should have just interrupted. That would have been much, but I no, all it's permission, just, please. It's just the, the, you the, can't miss a pun. The point where you're talking about, like, we didn't want to... St- step into like other kind of groups territory i was like yes yeah, save your drama for the stage oh <laughs> yes please but yeah. it wasn't worth interrupting no but well, no you could have though it's true you know <laughs> with, and here we are but i think it's it's very apt uh description of the local theater scene and um really apt description of bold and what you guys and they're up to and it, it's great to you know have bold back because it's it's been a hot minute uh, yes yeah, I, I feel I'm like I mean the, the only other thing I've had the privilege of doing with Bold was a fundraiser not long after lockdown oh, for the Me to a Theatre Bold, the Bold Experience yeah. yeah and that was such a, a like personally like really vivid experience for me because obviously you're in the Me Too, it's quite an intimate um, proximity to the audience mm. and we hadn't been around people for a long time yeah. let alone like in that context of the energy between the stage and the audience and I was emceeing it with Scott Hall and I just had this really vivid memory of feeling that vibe from the audience and I thought oh my gosh I do really miss this yeah, and, you yeah, know, it yeah. sort of like reignited something in me and I was so grateful to have been given that that role in their um, bold experience so I'm like very and there, there's such a generous company I guess or theatre company to work for and very mindful of their performers and look after you with decency and kindness and so they have like just a nice culture within the company as well but you know in terms of like pushing the boundaries and doing exciting new things um, and just looping back to that involvement of the students in this Songs for a New World it's super exciting I'm really excited for the um, Be More Chill which is happening later in the year Yes, uh, because Ella Veach is now is directing that. So yeah. it's like just a really exciting platform to not only bring in new shows, but create opportunities for young people to develop their craft across not just performing, but to step into that role of directing and have the support around her to be able to do that, I think is is also really valid mm. Um Co-papa of of both theater, yeah. Mm. And I uh, I love that you drop be more chill. Did you see how I did that? I, so like, I tried not to trip over it. It I was just so smooth. Dropped um, it in there. Auditions coming up 9th and tenth of March. The yes. show will be on stage in August, and they're looking for cast and backstage crew. So um, head over to boldtheater.nz for more info on that. And Absolutely. I, I also love you name dropping Ella because she's a big friend of the show. I'm yeah. pretty sure I had a three times on that ticket last year every time i see her i'm like you're gonna be back in two months aren't you (laughs) it's because she's that busy she has that much to talk about she she gets out she gets out there so is she in songs for new world she is yeah yes yeah Who, who else you got We've got now. You're testing me. You so, don't have to name everyone, no, actually. Okay. Well, I you, think there's ten. There's, there's ten. So All right. we've got you can uh, give it a Ella go. and Rachel Blumendahl and friend of the show. Exactly, Eckard, Beckard, friend of, friend the, of show. the show. Yeah, uh, Zach Clark. 
Have Ooh. you had him? Hale, yes, Hale I have. Friend of the show, yes. He's, yeah, okay, I had him cool. before They're the all... WinTech um, like, showcase last ah, year. Ah, yes, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, we've got Alex. Friend of the show. Beautiful. Dane. <laughs> Friend of the show. Excellent. Oh, can I get yes. tens? Courtney. Friend of the oh show. Oh, my gosh. We just came to you and we're like, who could we have in the cast? We want all your friends. Amazing. Um, and then we have Jane Leonard. Friend of the show. Has she been nice? And then Kyle, who oh, is not yet. all not yet. We've got to get him on because he is then doing his own, um, oh, what uh, is it called? Unprofessional. unprofessional. Yeah. Um, at the meteor. Oh, don't hate me, Nick. I can't remember the first word. Yeah. Deeply, deeply, deeply unprofessional, unprofessional. And that's on Saturday night. Yeah. At the meteor. Second of March yeah, at the right. meteor theatre. Tickets and more info at Event Finder. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> Look at that little nudge in there. I think, oh my gosh, I'm going to feel really, really bad if I've missed somebody. To the one person Obviously who she Nick forgot. Bray on the piano. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Please still be friends with me. Don't hate yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah. who's your director? Kyle Tuin. Okay. Yes. Yep. All right. I haven't had Kyle yet, but your time haven't will come. You? No. Okay. Well, we've got to get him along. I always just get Nick and Ray. Um, Nick and Bray? Or Nick oh, and Ray? <laughs> Nick and Bray, yes. No, Nick and Ray. Um, well, love, that sounds like a decent combo to me. Lo- oh, yeah. Love my bold boys. <laughs> but um, I think I might break for another song. I've got a very important segment that uh, we have to fit into today's episode. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, it's called Rick's Pick. Oh, okay. And so... <laughs> Basically, I have an Uncle Rick. Okay. And when I started That's the Ticket here at Free FM 175 episodes ago, uh, he was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list of songs, and every week you can pick a song from the list and we'll have Rick's pick. And every week we have, and then now, you know, that we're this many episodes in, I've added an unnecessary task to myself to try and pick songs from the list that are on theme. Um, And so I've gone for a Robert Palmer song called Bad Case of Loving You, and I picked this purely because I myself have a bad case of loving musical theatre. <laughs> I thought you were going to say loving you. I was like, well, that um, was about to get and unexpectedly yeah. awkward. <laughs> she, she, I can. But musical theatre, yes. Okay, I can say that, that Julia looked suitably panicked. <laughs> That's well, not true. That's what does that true. say about you that you thought I was about to I, like? I did, like, probably a little bit too self confident, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, Rain it in. It's That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney featuring Julia Booth. Quick segue. Save me. Segue. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll chuck, I'll chuck on Rick's pick, but uh, this one's for you, Uncle Rick.
Absolute banger this week for Rick's pick. Uh, Robert Palmer, bad case of loving you because I've got a bad case of loving Julia Booth, apparently. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, mutual. Oh, my gosh. I thought we moved on. Okay, I, no, well, no, I feel like we, we genuinely got closer in that song break because while we were jamming out to that, we were also just discovered that we both have a huge love for running. Yeah, well, I would say I have a growing love yeah. for running, but a huge passion for getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to ask you what your like, average pace is, but I don't know if you want to talk about that live on radio. Well, like I just said to you, the run that I went yesterday was a disaster because I, my second K, I just went too fast. I would say my average pace for the 5K is probably 640. Okay. 6.50, maybe. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's that's where I'm at. I mean, I, look, I don't even really know if that's good or bad. I'm just giving you the fact yeah. in total naive transparency. Um, oh, the other day, I think <clears throat> one of my faster 5Ks, I've done 5.23. Oh, my okay. gosh, that's so fast. Thank I you. ran 1K under six minutes, and I felt nice. like I had won a medal. Like, I just you, wanted you to did. shout it from the mountains. <laughs> You you gotta you know you gotta start it's somewhere. Not bad. You gotta start somewhere. Uh, my sister's sub five minute case. Is she? Yeah, that she's is really fast, isn't it? That's so, it's so impressive. And every time I'm like, mate, how how quick do you need to be? Like, are you running late? Like, where, where yeah, do you need like, to be? Are you sprinting? Yeah, exactly. Um, That's no, she's impressive. very fast. Um, <clears> but things that well, are, I will be tuning in to your <laughs> my, my podcast. sub podcast yes, uh, exactly. thoughts on a run is available on spotify and apple po- podcasts right now yes but um things other things that are fast approaching uh opening night of yes. bold theaters hamilton arts festival toy order key kitty kitty or show songs for a new world um opening tomorrow night that's right how are we feeling <laughs> i'm <laughs> Well, you know, I'm excited, obviously. (laughs) Opening nights always have that kind of excitement about them, don't they? And it's like you're never quite sure where that will take you or that vibe or the the excitement of actually having an audience like that that's kind of the part of fun part of being part of live anything this is my thing because i feel like a lot of people hold final night as the best night whereas i'm on the buzz where i'm like opening night is the best because that there's that there's that feeling of excitement, little bit of nerves, and it's, it's just like electric. Whereas I feel like by closing night, like closing night is always amazing. It's always it really is. special. But I think by then, cast especially, you know, you've done this. You know what's going on. Whereas opening night, you're entering it being like, I got to be good, you yeah. know. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, so, but you're right. Like I think opening night, you're so yeah, – let me tell you you're right again because I know you like that. Um, Opening night has that feeling of uncertainty and that Mm. kind of like the risk of like either it's going to get that like je ne sais quoi, like X factor, bomb, it takes it to that next level Mm. Um, or, you know, you just you can't predict what that's going to be. But then final night has that kind of relief and certainty and like the finish line and there's like they're very different um feelings aren't they so there we are three nights yeah so we'll be getting to final night pretty quickly <laughs> yeah 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 so <laughs> a pretty quick turnaround but. kicking off on the 28th of feb uh with a 7 15 p.m show uh then 29th of feb 8 15 p.m show and uh 6 p.m on the 1st of march i I'm will really be glad putting you had up all those times in there hannah yeah. that was really helpful <laughs> Just in case um, certain cast members weren't aware of when and what time they were on. But I'll put the uh, details up with the uh, podcast of this episode. So give the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page a cheeky like if you haven't already. It's a fun place to be. Um, 
usually there's just a lot of pictures of me up there, which is always pleasant for everyone. Obviously, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me making a very non-visual medium visual. Is there anything I can't do today, Julia? <laughs> you are on fire. On yeah. fire. Um, almost on fire as on fire as your guys cast. Yeah. Incredible team behind the show. Um, cast and creative team, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you've you've name dropped. Like, I know everyone involved in the show, I think. <laughs> Based on everyone you name, name drop before um, that uh, song break, which is nice because I feel like, you know, it, it's nice to see because I'm very bitter when I watch theatre. No. Are you? I always know. Why? I'm, bitter I'm, about what? No, no. It's like because no. I've seen you a few times on stage watching <sighs> this show, I'm going to be like, let's see if she can be different, you know? And so, no, but that's, you know, and okay. I, hate, I hate myself for it, you know, because you, you've name dropped an incredible cast. Mm. And so on one hand, I'm like, you guys are all going to nail this. I have no doubt that you guys are going to nail this. And then on the other hand, I'm like, I'm really looking forward to seeing, um, you know, Somebody a bunch not of nail act- it. Is that what you're no, waiting for? You're a bunch waiting of for actors I know and respect, um, you know, enter a new world. The, oh, wow. Look how you did that. I know. Yes. Well, I think I can confidently say, as I hesitate, um, that I don't think I've performed with students before. Never. So that's also, no, well, not from winter. I actually don't, okay. I don't know. This is the first know. time for everything. To, yeah. And, and, like, meaning that in the most, like, wonderful way as well. Because, you know, obviously you have, like, a a tutor student relationship which yeah. you do and then and then you like get to enter into that rehearsal space and yeah. be equals and supportive of each other and like who knew I don't know everything even though I'm the teacher like so to be <laughs> like you know encouraged and um supported and work together and that that's that's been really joyful and and to also see them succeed and um, get experiences working with some of the professionals coming in. And so it's just mm. sort of like a nice combination of people all coming together to, um, to like, put on the show, you know. But um, I love how you did jazz hands for that. <laughs> These were, uh, you know, just, yeah. No, it's because I was <laughs> thinking it, and then you're like, put on the show, and now we're both doing jazz hands. And it's, it's, it's a really... Hard. Can you actually say put on the show without yeah. jazz hands? Give it a little bit of rest. I don't know. It's um, kind of, yeah, a little pizzazz. So, so yeah, the, like the, the whole process has been fun, and so it should be, right? I mean, like, rehearsals are part of the journey and the growth and learning, and, and even, like, you know, with Kyle being the director, who I hugely respect... Mm. Um, you know, most of the week we're working together as a team with Nick and that's that's our role. And then to sort of, like for me, be able to trust and be vulnerable enough to like be on the other side of that and, and still enjoy the experience, you know, is that credit to the the culture and the energy of the people that come into the space, you know? Mm. And, and, you know, for all like your insecurities as a performer and you're uncertain, like, whoa, why am I still putting myself under these like pressures, I guess. Mm. Part of that process is that joy of being in the room, working with those people, preparing for like what is a hopefully a joyful opening night. But, yeah. you know, you got to kind of like like getting from A to B. Otherwise, mm. you know, the time away from family and like all those sort of like impacts it has on your life as you get older. Anna. 
and you have other things that pulls your time. Yeah. Um, you have to really want to be part of it. And that is, it really is like credit to Bold, their choices, the culture that they have within the theatre. Being part of the Garden Festival, which I know I would, I would probably not supposed to say Garden Festival Hamilton now. Arts Hamilton Arts Festival. Festival. Or half talk um, if you try and be hip. Right. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not that hip. So I. <laughs> I gave you a window. <laughs> I know. But then I just sound so bad trying. I I know myself, Hannah. Don't, okay. I mean, yeah, I'll say the wrong thing. So I love being part of that festival. So, yeah, it's all pretty joyful. And if you haven't been to that festival before, which, like, I don't know, maybe there are people that have yeah. never been to the festival. It's such a... Um, I don't know, like relaxing vibe. There's it's, like something going on in that garden. That it's just, always real chill. Really chill. And you can grab some food and hang out and go for a stroll. And it just like all of the things, you know, like I'm excited about the new theatre too. And like the that district vibe mm. that we'll start to get with like, you can go for a drink and then see the experience, the live thing. And then go for a dessert and talk about it and chat about it. It's like all the environment around yeah. the live thing. You know, like, yes, the live thing is cool and that's what we're providing and we can be really proud of what we put on stage and all that stuff. But, like, in terms of, like, the consumer or the audience member, it's like what environment do you get to be in yeah. to, like, help process what it means to engage with live theatre? And I think the environment has so much to do with that and the people that you take and the mm. conversations that that sparks and the processing of life and all, like, all of the things. The gardens make for, like, a beautiful environment yeah. that's just conducive to digesting live stuff, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, a great place to come. So if you haven't ever experienced it, I would come along, obviously, for the cast, but just to <laughs> just be... Just for the vibe. Just for the vibe. Well, yeah, it's super cool. Half Talk is running throughout the city uh, right now. In fact, uh, full details and tickets can be found at hamiltonartsfestival.co.nz. So if you don't want Julia to be your first... Um, <laughs> Get along to something else. Quick. Go now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're already one weekend down. So, you yes. know, you, you got you to... Gotta, I always They'd find... out with the weather for sun, um, Sunset Symphony yeah. as well, didn't they? So oh, it was good. a great night. Mm. But, like, this is the thing. Every time uh, Hamilton Arts Festival comes around, I'm like, oh, great. And then it becomes... Partially an admin task, because I try and get along to as much as humanly possible. Yeah. Which and I'm like, do challenge. I want to watch three shows in a night? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And Line so I do. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the most I've ever done, three three events that's in one day. Pretty epic. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it nice. was good. I think it was like the Dawn Shakespeare. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> which I think is on this coming weekend. Um, it was the Dawn Shakespeare and then I did like a matinee afternoon show and then an evening event. Oh, so that was like a 24-hour process. I enjoyed it. 12 hours. I should just check yeah. my math there, but, you know, whatever. I Same thing. I skipped over it. And yeah, then yeah, you and then I back. just had to, I had to look back out of complete embarrassment. It's, you know, it's great. Um, I was imagining you'd seen, like, the 5 o'clock, then a 6.30, then a 9, and just, like, bam, 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 nah, like a triple bill. that's probably the better but, way to do yeah, it. but you spread that right out. I spread it out. I have done the, the double bills many yeah. a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I love how I managed to make this about me. Yeah, definitely. I like so. What, but, how was that for you? <laughs> but like circling, circling back to songs for a new world. Yes. Um, it's great to hear that your rehearsal process has been 
you know, such an enjoyable time. And some of the songs are hilarious, like just outright comedy, and other ones are like heartbreaking. Do do you get any of the funny ones asking for a mate? Not really. I mean, are you that funny? No, I'm kidding. They like line me and Courtney and Ella up like, who are we going to give the funny ones to? You know, not me. Am I apt in guessing Courtney Mail? You would be quite. She's pretty funny in real life. She's pretty freaking hilarious. (laughs) Yes. So she gets some goodies Um, and then like very poignant stuff. And then like, to be honest, I would just come to hear. Not to single anyone out, sorry, friends, but um, Alex and Dane's vocals yeah. are just so fitting to the requirements, really, of this kind of show and this sort of music, and they can do it so beautifully. I think last rehearsal, there was this one song, and we have, like, minimal choreography, it has to be said, which is good okay. because maximum choreography and Julia Booth are not a good team. <laughs> it has to be said. So I'm like literally sitting there and we really don't have to do much. I'm not going to give it away. I'm mm. not going to give away this minimal choreography. But I just didn't do anything because I was so captivated listening to Alex. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm supposed to be doing stuff. But it just kind of swept me away to another yeah. place. I mean, they're really how lucky to sit in a room with people who are so good at their craft yeah. and so willing to contribute their time and also want to be in a room with other people. This is something, yeah. It's a bit cheesy, but it gives you like I mean, you the know. social gooseys that you get to hang with people who social love doing gooseys. the things. Yeah. Okay. Um, come to uh, Songs from New World for, for the gooseys. <laughs> I enjoy that. Okay. Good. Um, me too. My sister and I have have a joke where um, uh, we'll say goose flesh. Goose flesh. Instead of goosebumps, because right. like, that's what they used to say like back in the day. Like, Did they? Yeah. Goose flesh. Yeah. That sounds quite gory. Flesh. Like the image I get in my mind is like, <laughs> like they're yeah. just like flaps of flesh as opposed to little bumps, you know? Just goose okay. bumps seem slightly cuter. Goose flesh yeah. goes slightly more gory. Yeah. And then <laughs> this is the first time I've brought it into a public sphere and another person. And now am I, am I regretting it? Who knows? <laughs> no. But no you, you've learned something about me I again. Because yeah, um, this is uh, Songs for a New World and Hannah. Um, <laughs> the topic of the show today. <laughs> yeah. But um, just circling back, you mentioned that this is your second time working with Bold. Mm. What, was the, what was the other show you did? That was the bold. Oh, that's experience. right. We covered this. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's quite I'm all right. I'm very bad no, at listening. You know, <laughs> well, you, your job is to talk, right? I yeah. mean, yes, you and then react to, to what you're saying by listening. Yeah, right. But is that so the key now piece? I'm getting mixed up because I've seen you do backstage, but is that has that been Wintech stuff? Yes. Oh, see, when I've got my little hip yeah. thing and I feel like I know what I'm doing and I yeah. just grow in complete respect. She's versatile, guys. Um, yeah. And th- like last year's show, it was like costumes, props, the stage yeah. manager. What's your know. fave? What's your fave backstage role? Oh, I don't know. You if are, I, I love hate all of it. <laughs> the thing that I don't like about backstage is that you don't get to see the show. Oh, and yeah. I, that always just fills me with a little bit of regret that I can't watch from the front because that kind of is that's more your I, vibe. That's more. But you if know. you're in the show, you don't, you also do not. No, get but to I see mean, the show. like if I was coaching it or wanting to oh, see it, or like okay. you're doing costumes, you kind of want to see what the costume looks like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you just actually can't see from the front. Yeah. So that's a bit of a regret. But but those those shows are awesome, and they're they are. 
I think we've got the fourth one coming up this year and just growing in size and the school, like I know we're not, we shouldn't be segueing to Wintech, but oh, here we are, no, we've no, landed there. We can segue, it's okay. Um, we've got 15 new students starting this year, nice. so like great new cohort and we're in this new space um, in our block, which is behind part of Ramp Gallery on Collingwood oh, cool. Street. So we've got the, this massive area there now and the first week of classes with students just felt like such a strong theatre school vibe you know cool. like it was just, it had a really really good feel about it and um all the posters up of everything that the students have been involved in and yeah like uh maybe maybe like 35 students when we're all together oh, and yeah. like it's like just feeling like a really nice cohort yeah. and very very cool to be part of so like again those students having some um access or like exposure opportunity with community theater alongside what they're learning at tech makes for like a great relationship mm. um and hopefully adds to their own journey i suppose and in, in their own craft and yeah that's exciting i mean it is always exciting and i am old enough to say this um to see all the young ones coming through yeah 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 because it's 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 a sad and beautiful day when you realize that you're not that one anymore <laughs> You know, because I feel like for a I time... Feel like I feel I'm was... just starting to say that, and I am a lot older than you. So you got time, Hannah. You're still young. You just enjoy that. Yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, it's like the, the next level of performers, like the people who are turning 21 during rehearsals and stuff, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, bless, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's it's people like Ella and Rachel and Eckhart who are just bouncing from project to project, whereas now I'm kind of like time like you know yeah 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 100%. it's it's just hamilton's an exciting place to be especially yeah, if you're so into much. musical theater yeah it, yeah obviously <laughs> well I, you know i feel like i always love it when i have musical theater on that's the ticket because as i keep saying like it is a not so secret passion of mine and often i like to ask people when i get you know actors and directors and people who have worked on both plays and musicals i like to ask like if you had to save one from a burning building are you going to pick musicals or plays oh because you you've done you've done some good plays you've done some plays right i've, I've done some plays you've in my a day play. <laughs> a play have i i yeah. wrote and directed a play in high school that's kind of how i got into doing stuff oh, so okay. i'm like yeah i i and i, mean, I love working with the spoken voice and the actor's voice and and like because my background's been so much more music and mm. classical music and operas and and but l looking at text sort of like a score yeah. and sort of like understanding how to pull that out and shape it and move it and and that's that's been kind of fun over the last few years to kind of see where they intersect and how you can um teach people to use their voice like yeah. it, to convey stuff so that that's like a very deep passion of mine so in terms of like play or musical theater ugh, I mean both involve voice so that immediately makes me love them both because that's really my <laughs> yeah, passion yeah, yeah, yeah. voice function and connection to well-being and all those things that are like kind of unrelated to the craft in a way um but I, yeah, there's no way that I wouldn't save musicals. Like if, I just, you would, you can't not have the music. Yeah, especially Sondheim. I mean, oh, he'd, yeah. he'd be the first one I'd say from the, from the burning building. Oh, it's not every day I get a Sondheim fan in here. No, because really? I'm a bit mixed. 
Are I do. You? Well, there's some Sondheims that I love and then there's some that I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I love Assassins, I love Sweeney Todd and I love Into the Woods. Right. Like, but Sunday in the Park with George, you're just like, I'm just no. a bit, maybe I need to give it another go. <laughs> yeah, I need to give yeah, it another yeah. go. Um, what's the other one? Com- is Company Santa? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, this is great, but yeah. I'm just not like, he's about just it. such a genius, though. And I think, you know, that he, there's nobody who understands humanity more. And he can put that sort of conversation and nuance and prosody and meaning into the music. And I, I think I had this conversation with somebody the other day and I said, well, sometimes performed badly is is quite bad. Yeah. And so you, you do. It's its own kind of performance and understanding and it's its own style almost. And, and you have to see it done well, mm. I think. Otherwise, it's difficult to um, make sense of. I think that's that's a good way to put it. And um, sub-difficult question that you were not briefed on. Oh, right. But oh, just because, no, you're talking about I'm classical. So sweat. if you had to pick between classical and musical theatre, what are you going to pick? Oh, musical theatre, hands down. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I oh. mean, I've spent like half my professional life understanding how to shift from one to the other. Yeah. That's quite hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long journey. So is that why, like, Phantoms of Faith? Because <laughs> yeah. it's the closest to, yeah. to classical. Yeah, although, you know, strangely, there's only a couple characters in there who really, like, sing operatically, you yeah. know, but you get you start to dabble into that sort of, like, lyrical rep within the musical theatre songbook, and, and those are, like, a little bit... Um, more closely fit to the setup required for singing operatically, but um, but it's I, I I was kind of quite resentful around opera for for a little while because it it was holding me sort of in a box yeah. and I didn't want to just be in that box and I've worked a long time um, to try to figure out how to make different sounds and which sounds do I. Yeah, how can I be in control of the sound I'm making instead of just using the sound I was sort of like shaped to make? Yeah. You know, so that that's kind of been a journey. Um, but I think probably like uh, as time goes on, and I dabble back in and singing some of the operatic rap, I just see it with a much different perspective and and appreciate it for all the beauty that it is. And but again, like it it has its own structure and and its own art, and you have to understand what that is. And I think singers sometimes just get um, trapped being taught about their voice. It all just yeah. gets a little bit about the voice. And, and when you start to like sort of understand the context a little bit differently and then be able to be different vocally for those different contexts, you all of a sudden have sort of like artistic freedom and choice and autonomy. And I think those things are really important when you're training singers so that they can choose what it is they want to do with their voice and not give them an instrument that they are now destined to have for life. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. Getting, I'm, like, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I'm like, trailing off looking at been, you going, oh dear, I've been, gone down the wrong path. Nah, this has been educational. I think, you know, um, I feel stoked for your students and your castmates to be working with someone like you. Because oh, as I say, generous. I'm not a singer, but everything you're saying is like resonating in a way that I did not imagine it would resonate. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've never really thought about it that hard. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, you've, you've filled the time, Julie. We're, we're reaching the last I think segment that, that's of the like show. code for like wrap it up. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's code for me being like, hey, I'm going to just take this back. No. <laughs> yeah. But um, last segment, uh, last two segments on the show. 
Um, I'm going to give Julie a break and uh, just talk about upcoming events because I always like to plug stuff. Uh, nice. I mean, feel free to interject if you feel you need to. Um, but here's some of the cool creative stuff coming up around Kitty Kitty or Hamilton in the not-so-distant future. Uh, Songs for a New World is running in the modernist garden at the Hamilton Gardens. Uh, so it's on the 28th, 29th and 1st of March. Tickets are available now via Event Finder. Um, Merry Wives of Windsor is running at uh, the Half Talk Festival Hub stage on Saturday, 2nd of March at 5pm. Plus, the Dawn performance is back with the 5am show on Sunday, 3rd of March. Entry is Koha for that one. And uh, it's important to note that these events are presented as part of the Hamilton Arts Festival Toyota Ki Kiri Kiri Roa, which is uh, running through the city right now until the 3rd of March. And... Um, the full program and tickets can be found at hamiltonartsfestival.co.nz. And uh, last but not least, um, we've already flagged this one, but uh, Bold Theatre have auditions for their next show, Be More Chill, on the 9th and 10th of March. The show will be on stage in August, and they're looking for cast and backstage crew, so head over to boldtheatre.nz to uh, find out more on that one. And oh, actually, I do want to chuck in another last one, uh, the Boone Sculpture Trail. Have you given that a hoon yet? I have seen some, but I haven't actually done the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, trail. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, did the yeah. trail um, over the weekend, oh, this nice. weekend that's just been. Loved it. It was oh. great. It was quite nice to just walk and then someone explain stuff for, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be, be passive. And be be passive, yeah, which, yeah. which seems off-brand for me. But I, yeah, I, really, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, you can find out more and book free tours in an array of languages, which I think is awesome, That's at cool. Uh You can also download a map, go for a walk yourself and check it out. Or just, you know, walk around the city and see if you can find any art, because it's a vibe. Take the time to look at it. But uh, my last question, Julia. <laughs> um, she doesn't know about this question. It's a, it's a fairly new segment, but um, we've spent the last, you know, 45 minutes with you giving me the tea, the inside scoop here on TTT. And so I just want to ask you, how do you take your tea? Oh, yeah, good question. A lot of people love this question, eh? <laughs> but I was just joking with a colleague at work about like the Starbucks order, you know, and how people just need everything so particular and just as they like it. So yeah. although I got very excited to tell you exactly how I like my tea, yeah. I was like, I'll take it however somebody can be bothered making it for me. Really? And yeah. Well, you know, it's a gesture of, yeah, it's an offer, isn't it? And you know, I'm not going to turn it away so say actually it's a bit on the weak side if but I gave you an Earl Grey with milk and three sugars you'd give that a go I'd give it a go okay that's nice but my ultimate would be like strong but not too strong because then you get like the sore tummy strong you know loose leaf proper English oh, tea okay, yep. let it brew just a little bit of milk yeah but I reckon the biggest insult to tea oh okay weak tea can't do it. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. My my dad has it pretty weak. I know some people I think love it's it. Just it's like time. a little dip of the tea bag and then it's done. I'm yeah, like, oh. I do like th- it's got to be in there for three minutes. So, yeah, it's yeah. got to, it needs its little brewing time. Having said all that, I'm such a coffee nerd. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm more into coffee. I just, like, I've, I've had many a theatre tea. You've probably had many a theatre tea too, Ooh. where it's like 10 pm at night and you're like, whatever tea bag yeah, that's is right. in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just going to have that. Yeah, and you're just like, I'll just have this. There's, sometimes there is neither sugar or milk or only one. Or yeah. some, these days, most of the time these days, there's both. Yeah, but that's like, true. Yeah, I've had some atrocious teas, but I've never settled for a weak one. 
Yeah, like I see? will leave that bag in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like you stay in there and do your job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that was fun. I'm, I'm glad I got to ask you that question. Oh, me too. Um, that's been awesome. Thanks for having me, Hannah. Oh, thanks, cool. thanks for stopping Maybe by. Maybe I'll be invited back one day. I don't know. This, yeah. I might have burnt my bridge today. I don't know. But no, hopefully I, I get to come back. It's you, so you've cool. been good quality so far. <laughs> but no. Wrap it up before yeah, I screw yeah, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess all I have to say is thanks, Julia. Uh, break a leg for tomorrow night and onwards. And um, to my you. lovely listeners, I'll be back with a fresh episode next week. But until then, I'm going to play us out uh, with another song from Songs for a New World, Christmas Lullaby. Beautiful. Yeah. You'll hear Jane Lennon sing that tomorrow night oh, if you come yo. along. Yo. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so get a sneak peek here and then get the real deal with Jane tomorrow night. But uh, Matewa Etefano. Blessing in my soul
Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.